0: such a gorgeous day for it to be this cold i know it's freaking
1: beautiful outside well it sucks here too pennsylvania is not it's not my favorite place to go to either and everything else sucks around it too so
0: All right.
2: Well,
1: we'll be going to. Nice. Okay.
2: Welcome, Nick. Hi, hey, I'm so sorry about that.
1: Oh, that's fine. It's perfect. We're just we're just complaining about how cold it is here, and you guys are in the middle of summer, so.
2: <laughs> oh no! It's really it's, winter. Really it's really like crazy. winter here. It was it was it's really cold and rainy. <laughs> <laughs> re-
1: re- really cold is what like, what what Celsius like
2: um 13 13 this morning yeah 13 so
0: (laughs) i know i I wish i was a math genius too right 13 degrees so how's how's life going post-covid how's how's everything don't hold back
2: (laughs) good Really, really good. I am um, actually. I know this is bad to say, but COVID was actually a blessing for me because I had to slow down with life. I was just so hectic, and, and it it made me slow down and and focus what I, on what I really needed to do. So it was kind of a blessing for me.
0: No, that's fantastic to hear. Many times in life, we need those moments. We we need something hectic to slow us down and kick us back into reality. So to be able to come out from that on top, I think is the much better thing to focus on than what led us here. But telling the story of what led us to where we are, we do this to help people. Hopefully we can connect with just one other person, smile, save a life, that's humanity.
2: Absolutely agree, yeah.
0: So uh, don't let me talk. Don't let me talk all this way. I'm a chatty Kathy, so I can't wait to hear your story. Start it off however you would like, Um, and we will we will absolutely go from there. I'm super excited, and we thank you so much for your time. This is fantastic. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Um, I love I love sharing my story. I, I because I know it could be someone's survival guide. I. I was addicted to drugs for 26 years. I'm a mother of three, and um, I I started in high school. You know, it was just socially. It was it was drinking. We'd go out to the clubs, and it, you know, it didn't seem like anything dangerous to me. Um, and then I started smoking marijuana, and then um, that's where I got into heroin. Uh, I got into speed and ice as well so for 26 years it ruled my life like I would go go to sleep wake up in the morning and my first thought was how am I going to get high today what do I have to do to get money to get high today and it was so crazy that and it's hard to say but it's true it was the truth it my kids weren't even a priority it was the drugs that was my priority and and that's what happens when you're in addiction it it takes over your life. Like you have no control and you know, it, it took a long time for me to come out of it. 26 years is a long time. And and I have so many stories to tell of, of the struggle and the hustle. The hustle is insane when you're in addiction of, of making money. It's, I went to crazy lengths to, to get money and um, I ended up being a shoplifter and I ran my own illegal business and, I had a client base. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, and like I used to do. I, I've never been to jail. I think because the way I did it, I was so calculated and manipulative when I did it. It um, like I got away with a lot because I used to I, like I went to the extremes of making up a name to a department store and posing as as an employee. And then, walking out with trolleys full of full of you know stuff and, and and you know I had people to sell them to straight away, yeah, it was just it was crazy the the stuff I used to do and um, the other thing was that my my partner had no idea I was doing it, so during the day, I'm mum, and then as soon as he'd get home at night, I'm the criminal drug addict, so like I hid it, i hid you know I hid it from him, he had no idea, so it was it was a crazy time, crazy time.
0: How, how stressful! How how unimaginably stressful! And just the amount of tomfoolery to to go through to accomplish this uh, is unimaginable. Um, yeah. But I mean, and to be able though to achieve the other side of that, uh, I mean, that's fantastic. A lot of people look at what they've done. And instead of, instead of realizing how much potential I used to achieve that, if I switch that around and and try to beat this addiction, I can do this. And, and, oh my gosh, I applaud you so, so much for being able to do that. This, uh, the shoplifting. Yeah. Thank you. That that is so that is it, it. And it is too. It's so true what we do as addicts to achieve something that most people think of as so small, but the amount of energy we put in to ensure that we never go without, I wish we could bottle that up and use it for more good, to be honest. Positive positive energy. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. My mom used to say that to me. She used to say to me, if you just took the time and put all that energy that you put into living that life if you put that into something good imagine where you'd be imagine what you'd achieve and so that that's kind of what happened I I had to just really sit down because when COVID hit I actually um I broke my ankle and and I have two plates and 10 screws in it. So I was, I was, I couldn't get around. I couldn't get to the shop. So that's, that's the moment that I think it was a sign from the universe saying, you need to slow down. Like if you're not going to do it, we're going to do it for you. So yeah. So, so that gave me a lot of time to reflect and go, what am I doing? Like my kids need me. And, And like, I was not a present parent. I was I have a garage door and I turn the lock from the outside to the inside so they couldn't annoy me. So I could do my, you know, tomfoolery in the garage and, and yeah, it was, it, and then, and then uh, the, the other thing that changed for me too, was that, um, so, so I never, I ran my own business myself and, and I, I wasn't the type of drug addict that got involved with other, like I didn't go to people's houses and I wasn't, you know, hanging out with them and doing all stuff with them. I was, I was by myself. So, I I started replacing, like I had my table of people and I'd started filling it with people who had what I wanted, people who were achieving goals, people who had, um, you know, that were inspiring me. And I just filled that table with all these people. And that's, that's when, that's when, you know, my life changed. Because then I had people around me who were achieving goals and they actually filled me with belief when when I couldn't believe in myself. And and teaching me that if I started taking steps, like little steps, I'm talking tiny steps, just started doing things differently and taking steps. That's when you start believing in yourself. When you're going, I said I was gonna do that. Oh shit, I did that. And and wow, look at me go. And that's that's when the momentum comes in. So that that just started for me and, and I haven't stopped with that. I've just maintain that momentum and I'll just keep moving. So that that's changed a lot for me.
0: That's fantastic. I'm
1: really glad you came out of this. I mean, it, the, the amount of people that need this and need to hear this, the positive reinforcement that you're giving to everybody and all the words and wisdom, you, obviously you're reaching people because you reached us. I mean, we reached out to you too. I mean, but it's, it, it's great because we need people like this on the podcast too. Like, and you need to get your voice out there too, because it, your story needs to be told and it's a great story. And it's just eight minutes in and I'm already like, I can't even talk. I'm just sitting here listening because I'm invested in it already. So it's great. I love it. It's, it, it, I, I, I'm i a recovering alcoholic too. I mean, I I have done the closet alcoholic thing, you know, hiding, hiding things from people, things that I didn't want people to see and hear and know about me. You know, I was, I had two drunk drivings, you know, in a major what, seven years. You know, I, my life was just, you know, tail spinning. I didn't know it because I was, you know. I was hiding everything too from everybody else. You know, it, it takes it, it's stronger person to come out of it than the person that went in because it's easy. It's easy to fall down the rabbit hole. It's hard to
0: get back up. And most people fight
2: fight absolutely. And it's
0: they're always so tired.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, when you're in it, it's so hard to notice that, that what's going on. Like it, it's kind of a blur, and you just kind of just going through the motions kind of thing but i think when when something happens and you have and you get that time to reflect and go hang on a minute what the hell's going on here i think that's everyone needs that kind of moment and i think i think um when you hear people say that they've hit a rock bottom or you just need a you need to pause for a minute if, if you get to pause and and then really think about what's going on i think that that's that's a big point too that's a big part
0: yeah the self-reflection, the moment of the the, the mirror looking moment, the moment that allows you to go, is this what I wanted to be growing up? Whatever it is, however that occurs, you, you need that moment. It's something I, I wanted to key on that you had mentioned that I think is probably the absolute biggest thing was, was your environment change. Is that you filled your table with people who believed in you, who had un doubted I had no doubt at all that they cared about you and that trust that fuel behind that environment allowed you to become who you wanted to be. And again I applaud you for that. That changing our environment is the absolute hardest thing to do when doing this. It's what makes most people fall back. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely absolutely you can't you can't grow and you can't um level up if if everybody who is around you is at that level. You just can't like, it, it's not going to happen. You you are the five you hang out with. There's that saying. And, and you know, if you're, if if you're hanging out with five addicts, you're going to be the six, like no doubt. So I, I just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just found people that, that were winning in life. And, and it's amazing how, how your life just changes.
0: There's a visual representation of this too, um, through some, I wish I remembered the name of the scientist, but they, they put fleas in a jar basically. And a flea has the ability to jump multiple times its body height. But if you put a flea in in a jar and you put a cap on it for two days and then take the cap off, the flea will never jump higher than the cap. Again, it's environment held it in and that's what it is. Now take the flea out and move it along and it becomes the flea it was supposed to be. So if hearing it isn't strong enough, the visual representation you get from that flea experiment is astronomical.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I've saying that. That that is that is that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So now that you've you've made it out, um, living again, living each day, and like you had mentioned, tiny things, small things, smiling rem- reminders. These are still everyday things. It's, it's no longer 15 strides. It's, it's one stride at a time and appreciating the accomplishments on the way.
2: That is so important. I think, cause I never appreciated anything before. I took everything for granted. And I think now, like, and I appreciate the small things. I appreciate the time I get to spend with my kids. Like I have these moments where I look at my, my kids and I'm just looking at them smiling and it's just that moment. And I'm a lot more present now where I wasn't before. And I think being present and like, really being in the moment and and being grateful is part of the journey and it's part of the process that's that's this is a stuff that we live for like I've I've never really lived clean I I was 15 or 16 when I started drugs so I'm this is all new to me like I'm two years clean on the 15th of April and this journey has been amazing like I would it's been hard don't get me wrong (laughs) staying not not the staying clean bit yeah. Not, yeah. Not picking up, not, not picking up the drugs. That's been easy for me. And I'm actually so easy. That's been, but the, the, the mental, the mental toughness challenge you have to go through is, is really hard. It's really hard.
1: Yeah. I agree right 100%. The uh, yeah. For me, it always was the emotional. Uh, I feel like uh, don't screw up. Don't screw up. Don't screw up. Don't let anybody down. You're always in the back of your mind thinking, I, I can't let these people down. I love these people. You know, addiction is the one thing that does not care about other people. Like you said, it does not give a shit about people in your life because that completely takes over and absorbs everything that you are and every part of your being. And it makes you do things that you never would have thought you would do for God knows whatever reason. And I'm glad that you're here to share your story and that you made it out and you're preaching the good word and telling everybody exactly how it should be and how they should live their lives. It makes you appreciate everything that much more. It is great. I love it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thank you. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: The truth is powerful, and you can hear the truth behind your words. And we're very grateful.
2: Yeah, no worries. You, you know, it, it's, it's. Um, my mum still isn't on board with this. She's like, um, you know, you have people, and she doesn't want people to know everything. And I'm like, if if I'm going to share this. I need to share the good, the bad, the ugly, the hard times, and because I think that people who are going through this, if they can relate like it, as much as possible to certain situations, or, or feel like that, yes, I was there, yes, I've been there, this is exactly where I'm at, and if they can relate like that, that there's more of a chance of them going, well, if she can do it, I can do it. So that's that's just why I'm really open about about what I'm doing. Yeah, mental health stigma.
0: Uh, I, as much as it is uh, in your country it it is the same in ours um and for a very long time the the want or need or ability to ask for help was always muddled it was frowned upon and depending on who you were where you were in society it, it to be able to hear stories of people who said wait a minute I do need help and to hear how successful they are afterwards. That's that's I think that's my biggest artillery in this war against mental stigma is we need more stories from people who did ask for help and where they are now. And that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and the people we hurt in the past we understand that it's going to take a little bit for them to move forward with us, but we will happily be there when they catch up. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I used to, those people that I chose at my table, I used to drain the life out of them asking questions. When my head was doing a number on me, I was reaching out to them. Why am I thinking this? Why am I doing this? Why, what's going on? here like because I didn't understand so and I was not shy to ask a question and and I think that people who are in recovery or early in recovery what they need to know is that when they're asking us questions it's actually helping us as well because we know the answer and it, it motivates our, our, yeah. us and lifts us and we go this is our shit like we know this shit and, and it, it kind of it it, it it's kind of cements the fact that we're on the right path. So for them reaching out, it's it, like they're not a burden. It's not a hassle. It, it's actually helping us as well, and I think they need to know that.
0: Right. Absolutely. In every sense, whether it's suicide, drugs, AA, we, you know, the feeling of being a burden stops us from just simply asking for a hello and doing this will hopefully help persuade others that it's not so bad you're not alone in that dark room asking for help is your flashlight we can't find you without it
2: absolutely yep so i'll do it all the time (laughs)
0: Good. so well i mean honestly uh, i don't know if uh, my my Host here, Patrick, has anything else he would like to say? Uh, are you either? I am extremely grateful for your time, and I, I can't wait to get this message out there. I can't wait to see the amount of people, even even only the one,
1: right?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh,
1: I guess both of us were just curious. What are you doing with your time now? You said you're a mindset coach. Like, what does that entail, and what do you what do you plan on doing with skills that you've accomplished that you've had now like, what are you gonna what are you gonna use it for what have you been doing with
2: it and how
0: did you get?
2: okay it? so yeah. uh so i um i've just released the book and um the mindset coach it's just because because i know this field so well and, and so all i'm doing now is sharing my story um and and hoping that you know, I, I get messages every day from people saying that's where they're at, and you know, the people do reach out and ask for support. So, um, I'm trying to build a brand. I'm trying, I'm trying to just, you know, give out as much info as I can, and, and you know, raise awareness. And, and so that's where I'm at at the moment. There's, yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to share and um and see where it takes me. I'm I'm actually starting um in April. I'll become um becoming a mentor for teen kids in high school. So there's two schools I go to and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a foundation here in Australia that uh, we go out and kids who uh, have got hassles at home or, you know, um, whatever's going on for them, we just go there and we spend an hour with them a day and, and we build a connection for the whole year and um, and just try and guide them through life. So that's coming up, which I'm really excited about that. And um, and I'm just trying to get some speaking gigs up where I... Um, so for addicts, but also for families, because I've realised how much shit I put my family through, like, and they're left hanging. Like, i it's crazy that here's me, the 26-year drug addiction, Um, I've recovered and I've done all this personal development and life is great and here's my mum who can't even read my book because of all the, the trauma and pain it's going to bring up for her. So I realized that the family needs so much support. Like the addicts get it. the fam- I don't think the family get that much. So I'm working on uh, do- hosting events and, and trying to help the families, fa- friends and families of addicts as well.
0: What a wonderful point to bring up. Absolutely. The, you know, the, the, our loved ones, our loved ones can't be forgotten.
2: Yeah.
1: You want to plug anything? Where can we get your book? Where can we find some more information? If you want to send me that as well, I'll link that yes. on the uh the podcast. We'll have all that set up for you. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: Yeah. That'll be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's just um actually just got a copy right here. Um well, it's nice called the power that. of mental wealth. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Johnny Wimbury and Les Brown are in that in that and um yeah, it's just a chapter about um, you know, a bit about the the past, but more about what I did to, you know, the tools and the steps I took to to get to where I am today. So yeah, that you can just um contact me through Facebook. All right, perfect. I will do that. Yeah, well make sure to put your Facebook up on the podcast.
0: Thank you. That's that's so fantastic. I, I, I mean, I'm just some crazy old American across the pond, but I'm so proud of you, and, and I'm, I'm so grateful for you. you oh. keep, keep being you. The world is a much better place because of it.
1: So I had to ask.
2: Oh, that. thank we, you. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. I have one I have one question since you, you live in Australia. Is Field yes. Days as big over there as he is over in America?
2: <laughs> Which states?
1: Field Days, the uh, the Australian uh, crazy fishing guy. Is he popular over there? He's a YouTube, YouTube guy. She I don't life. know who he
0: is. So
1: apparently, we found this guy on YouTube, and he's this fishing guy. And we watch this guy's every Sunday. He drops an Australian fishing video, and my girlfriend yeah. and I are absolutely obsessed with this show. We go fishing <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> I
2: oh, I don't even know who he is. I'm so sorry. California. California. <laughs> yeah. he must yeah. have no, I
1: don't him. know. And he must have made all of his fame on YouTube before it was popular.
2: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Sorry well, to disappoint.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, fig- I was just asking. I figured it'd be funny. I know it's even right, I've got a you question got for you
2: guys. I've got one for yeah. you guys. Have you guys eaten Tim Tams before? No. No. Okay. Um, do you like chocolate? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to send you out some packets of Tim Tams. You have to try these. So, so oh, you have to you send me your address. Yeah, and you have to do a video while you're eating them because, yeah, I, I love getting <laughs> Americans' um, reactions when they're trying right. them.
1: <laughs> we'll, de- we'll definitely do that. We'll, we'll find something to send you too. What do you think, Wisconsin cheese? Since we live in Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh, really? Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So,
2: She's like, I can okay, or-
0: anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys have already been uh, <laughs> chatting on the Facebook. So oh. yeah, pass those uh, addresses along. And that, I'm actually headed to Green Bay tonight to have dinner with uh, me and my wife. We're going to have dinner with her parents. Oh, perfect. So uh, I'll I'll swing in and pick up some cheese curds and we'll get this sent out ASAP. All right. Sounds good.
2: Awesome. Thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you again, Nick, so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, Appreciate everything.
2: No worries. I appreciate you having me on, guys. Thank you.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely. And uh, keep spreading the good word and we're glad to have you on. And if you ever want to come back when you make it big and you get on your show and you get the you get too big for us little guys out here, you can always come hang with the boys in the woods.
2: <laughs> I always will. <laughs> All right. All
1: right. Take care. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.